Hi everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Just to be Frank in Stein, where we discuss all the different themes and topics in the popular book Frankenstein, written by Mary Shelley. Our names are Ava, Maya, Nick, Diesel, and Joaquin. And welcome to the Frankenstein world. Today, we will be focusing on an important part of the romantic genre, which is aesthetic theory and the importance and awe of nature. So, where do we see this awe for nature present in both The Rime of the Ancient Mariner and Frankenstein? Um, we see the nature in The Ancient Mariner kind of just throughout the um, whole entire poem within itself. It starts, it's basically on ice or in water. So that within itself is kind of bringing out those nature aspects, talking about the sun, talking about the moon. And then it even brings out quotes within itself saying that, like, fear of my heart and a cup of my blood, like the nature aspects that bring it out within itself. The the storm blast that will come, how treacherous and strong it is. And I think it just shows that within itself that there is a lot that has to do with nature within the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. And then to bring it in with Frankenstein, it also kind of just talks about how I feel the only time that Frankenstein is kind of serene or neutral is when he's in nature. That's the only time he can calm himself down or kind of reclaim himself to figure out his next uh, action or move. Uh, I also agree yeah, with that. Sh- oh, sorry. Um, sorry, you can go. I also agree that with that, um, we see in the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner that it, the story is based on um, a voyage. So like he is on a ship, he's out in the ocean. So there is that setting of nature as well, and then we also see how weather takes takes effect as well with the storm that he's facing in the beginning, and then how there's also stuff that, uh, I believe there's ice as well with the change of weather, so there's always going to be that uh, tie in nature with the Rhyme of the Manor. And then with uh, Frankenstein, we can see, uh, as Maya was saying, that everything seems to be really tranquil when it when they are on the North Pole. like. There isn't any controversy, and it's just Victor Frankenstein telling a story. Like, you can even see, like, in both both of the stories, how powerful nature is as well. Like, you, the first, like, one of the first examples of of seeing how powerful nature is is having is seeing like the girl being taken away in the river, the cold river, and really it's only the monster, like the great power, with his great power, he, he saves the child. And many other instances like the great power that destroyed the Mariner's ship, there's also the Alps that nearly kills Victor Frankenstein. There's this extreme presence of nature present. Uh, so there is a um, a sense of power with the moon what what power does the moon hold in that uh, in this piece of literature so the moon is is quite powerful in both stories so like when we go back into Frankenstein we can see when he is on the lake and he's in the calming waters right and he's sitting there and he's he's contemplating he's thinking it's because of the moonlight he's sitting in there and he's He's all, sorry, he's uh, he's taking it all in. But when we look at uh, the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, it seems as if the moon is also a, a calming uh, thing because even to quote, it goes, by the light of the moon, he beholdeth God's creatures of the great calm. And at this point, he looks at the water snakes, he looks at all that, and he finally sees the beauty within it. So 
I would say that it's very calming. Yeah, I'd like to add to that as well. Like, before he kills the, uh, the albatross, he talks about um, the moon, and it's like glimmers in the white moonshine. And then before he said, he says, well, all night fog and white. Like, it's kind of like that symbolism of almost like serenity in a sense. Like, again, just talking about how it keeps it calm, like, right before the whole entire play is about to take this, or not play, poem is supposed to take a huge shift. Not beauty. Aesthetics is all about beauty. And we all have our different preferences, so what what is, like, the different viewpoints on humanity as beautiful in these stories? So, I think that originally the viewpoint on humanity is, like, we can look at Frankenstein, they're trying to create huma uh, humanity, in that sense, I think he was trying to create a beauty when he didn't, in a sense. It kind of morphed that idea of beauty or that he thought he was creating something. We even talked about this like in the Parenthood episode where he was trying to be selfish, in a sense. And when he was creating this beauty and wonder, it was creating something it, that was a total just opposition of it where it was ugly and gross. Um, and we even uh, talked about it in the, character in, in the character analysis episode where... Uh, or the same thing as Maya was saying that we, that Victor Frankenstein was trying to create this monster and create it as a beautiful thing, and it, it's what drew Victor in when he was creating this monster. It was that passion and it was that desire, and I think it's the it's the same thing in the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner where, um, the, the Mariner himself is finding this passion and this voyage or what whatever he's doing. So it it is very prevalent within. The stories, especially towards the yeah. I, I I was just gonna say I agree with what you're saying about um, Victor and like finding that passion in nature, but we do see how that kind of flips around and how by the end he kind of becomes indifferent towards nature, and I think that's really contrasted by Henry, um, Henry Clerval and his perception of nature, and we can relate this to um, innocence versus experience because Henry looks at nature in a very poetic way he looks at it for guidance and hope and i think this really shows his innocence because through victor's experience he has lost his all for nature and he views it as a reminder of his failures but um, in contrast uh, victor eventually also has this this like this epiphany where where humanity might as well be beautiful as its own like there shouldn't be any changes to it how um what what he has created is pales in comparison to the monstrosity that he has created and possibly he doesn't even belong even like the ugliest of the humans are are better than victor himself which brings his pity towards his his new journey and the mariner himself he soon like realizes how guilty he feels for getting all of his like his innocent crewmates killed how does the nature of the wind and the sea connect with one another? So I think the wind and the sea connect with each other because there's a really um, prevalent quote in the first part of the play that talks about how the kind of wind takes over the sea and it becomes a storm blast. And then he later goes on to talking about how it becomes graceful. And it's kind of, it discusses where the wind dries up and there's no ability to to see anything move it's quite tranquil and that's when he's in his atonement part of the poem i mean but also in the same fact the sea brings it brings um it brings terror it brings fear because as um as frankenstein is drifting to ireland 
he goes ashore and all these problems are there because of the monster and all that. And it also, like, you know, they go in, he shoots the albatross. Something, I mean, they both did something wrong and it both messed with the nature of the world. Yeah. And it is kind of shown through the sea and just how it bears new things. Um, Absolutely. But, oh, go ahead, go ahead. And then adding on to that, like the sea could also be sorrowful. Like how in the end, uh, where, where the monster finally can, ends his life and he's borne away by the waves lost in the darkness and distance. Yeah, I think that was a really good point to talk about. I think that throughout the whole entire, both the poem and the story itself, the wind and the sea kind of tie in together. Hopefully this discussion can give way and open up the talk about Frankenstein and the natural world, how we must approach it with an awe-inspiring view, but also be aware of its power and its dangers. We hope that you have a great day and continue to be Frankenstein. All right.